Well, hello, hello, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Lucas Experience Podcast. It's great to see all of you again. And uh, I think the name Lucas Experience is probably going to be changing. I, uh, in the past week, have been looking around at a bunch of different podcasts, and I've kind of found that a, a common theme is to usually put someone's name and experience. I thought I was being kind of cheeky and uh, maybe clever. No, no, no. A lot of people do that, so... Uh, this podcast is going to be named something different in the future. Uh, right now, I'm kind of liking the idea of the back door. Um, no pun intended. Anyways, everybody, great to see all of you again. Uh, we're now on several different platforms as well. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and a couple of others. Uh, you should probably be able to see those if you're looking in Anchor. Anyways, what's been going on with me? Well, I shall tell you. So, uh, been doing more work on the squatter's apartment, trying to get that as clean as possible, and... You know, I don't- I- I don't know if you guys have any idea how to remove... Serious ground-in... Just crap... From hardwood floors, but there is absolutely no way, shape, or form we're gonna be able to get all of that out. So we're kind of thinking the only way to do so is to get a sander and sand the floors to an extent to try to get it all out so it can be livable. But my, honestly, my thoughts are we're gonna have to remove the complete flooring because I had a storage unit directly underneath of those people about a year ago and there was, uh, there was urine leaking into it from the fucking ceiling, which was just really goddamn disgusting. So, yeah, uh, but luckily the apartment's looking good. Pretty much everything that can be sanitized has almost been sanitized. I've been doing the walls several times from bleach to Lysol then to water. So that's kind of where we're at. Luckily, get a very nice rent credit from all of that, so I can't complain. And by the way, if I did decide to go with adding music into this, you can go ahead and I believe thank Rob. Rob was the one that had the idea for that, and I thought it would go very nicely. Also, if you guys are curious as to why the podcast was late this time, well, I mean, this is only my third podcast, but why it was later than I said it was going to be is uh, the current Thanksgiving season kind of takes up a bit of my time. Uh, my partner Mandy and I are taking on the brunt of the cooking this year, and uh, we may or may not have made a mistake with one of the birds. So we may have two turkeys this year. Uh, that's, uh, that, that's what's been kind of taking up my time cooking and lots of prep work. But it's, it's been a lot of fun, so I can't really complain. Anyway, moving on, we're gonna actually get into the entire topic of today's show, which is going to be live streaming and my background in it. And there will be a very large reveal very soon as to what it is that I actually do for work. Again, this is only the third episode, so the bulk of people that are probably watching it close to the release date are people that know exactly what it is that I do. So, you're not gonna be all that surprised. Anyway, back after I graduated high school, again, I know the chair is squeaky. Uh, sorry about that. I will one day get a not squeaky chair. But, after high school, now oh, back in 2015, I very quickly gravitated towards live streaming. And, of course, back then I was just, you know, doing it for fun. I wasn't, I mean, I, I was an outgoing person, but not so much when it came to actually knowing me in person. But I was outgoing on the internet. And live streaming just seemed to be really popping up at that time. So I decided to check out a site called Friend 
friends for oh god uh friend life that's the name of it It was called friend life and it was this live streaming platform that was you know it had a similar layout to facebook in the social media way but it had this really cool live streaming feature and it wasn't really used all that much but i started hopping onto there and i started gaining a, a very small following and I, I i saw how fun it was plus on there every single night they would hold a competition where if you had the most viewer hours or viewers per like i think it was the most viewers for a single period of time oh excuse me uh you would win 50 dollars for the night and you could win several nights in a row in the early part of it which was really cool so I got my first taste of actually making money while live streaming and I was fucking hooked. It was a ton of fun. And from there, the site kind of went up and down, but man, it really started to tank hard. So I started branching out a little bit and, you know, I was already a big gamer as it was. I thought, you know, what if I try taking what I already do for fun and show it off to the world? So I did exactly that. I started live streaming the games that I would play, and I started out with EVE Online, I played War Thunder, I played... Oh, those are my two main games in the beginning. And I actually started to grow a pretty decent-sized community. Now, I, I never made any money from doing any of this. I was just doing it because it was fun. But there's very much the potential to make money if you chose to do so. But since I'd say from around 2015 to 2018, I was live streaming on Twitch, on a fairly consistent basis until I, well, ended up moving to my mom's in Idaho, which my mom didn't have the best internet. So uh, I decided to try live streaming on another site to make up for the time that I was missing on Twitch so I can, you know, still keep growing my following. And that was you now. And you now is still around. You guys can go take a look at it if you want, if you've never heard of it. And it's just a very basic live streaming platform that's, I think, meant to help you grow a following. I mean, it's a social media live streaming platform. That's the most basic way that I can put it. And they used to be pretty big even before I hopped onto there. But gradually, they've slowly declined into probably what they are today. Um, they're still around, though, so again, you can take a look at them. But I wasn't making any, any money from that either. And... I started getting to an interesting point in my live stream streaming career where I thought, huh, I have a lot of viewers, but I, I want to make some money from doing this now. And that was at the point where my ex and I, we were living with my mom, and I mentioned this previously, but my mom wanted us to either pay rent or move out, and we wanted to move out. I was a janitor at the time, but I lived in Idaho, and minimum wage there was pretty damn low. And... My ex, if I'm not mistaken, I don't remember if they were working at the time or not, but yeah, uh, we were kind of in a little bit of a raw, uh, in between a rock and a hard place. But then my mentor showed up. They weren't my mentor at the time, but they eventually showed up and said, hey, in a private message to me, I heard that you're having some money troubles. If you want, there's something that you can do that is very, very similar to this but you can make pretty good money doing it. So I messaged him back and we started a dialogue with one another and uh, he went more into detail and what he was talking about and the, 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 the drum roll, hopefully none of my friends or family ever hear this, um, would be camming. And uh, I, I, I just thought about it, camming, like what, what do you mean? And he said, 
exactly what I, uh, what you think I mean, getting naked on camera and uh, entertaining an audience. And I thought, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, okay. Sure, sure, okay, yeah, that's something that I'll try. And I, you know, kind of just, I, I was nice and I just said, no thanks, I don't know if this is for me, but if it is, I'll go ahead and contact you. And I started talking to my ex about it a couple of days later after I got off of the call with him and said, hey, after I'd done been doing some thinking, I, I asked her, hey, um, is this, uh, is this something that you'd be comfortable with me doing? And she was like, oh, hell yeah, go for it. I do not mind at all. See if you can make some money. And I thought, okay. So I messaged my mentor back and said, all right, I, I would like to try this, but I want to maintain my anonymity. I want to remain anonymous as much as possible. So my ex made a mask for me that I wore for, oh, good, at least probably half of my camming career at this point. And uh, I kind of fell under this guy's wing, though. And he was like, you know what? I will tell you everything that you need to know. I will show you all the sites. I'll give you the little tips and tricks that you need to know to become successful in doing this. I thought, shit, okay, that's awesome. Well, it's great, but it's also really good for him, too, because he was signing me up under all of his affiliate links. So if I was making money, he was making money. So if I'm making money, I'm happy, and he's happy as well. So the more I make, the better for both of us. So he got me onto all these different sites, and he told me the difference between token sites and credit sites, and he really wanted me to use a site called Flirt for free. And I gave it a shot. I went, I went live after work one night, and... Uh, you know, had my mask on, and I had my little area to make sure that no one would walk in and see me. And I was on there for maybe two and a half hours. And in that period of time, I made 50 bucks, and at that time, I was like, holy shit, that's good fucking money. I made way more money doing that than I had at my other job, so I thought, shit, why don't I just start doing this? And that's how I started. I just kept going, and... I, in the beginning, I was very shy in front of the camera, I was very, you know... It's, it's difficult, because, you know, you're putting yourself out on the internet naked for all to see, and it could come back to haunt me at some point in some way, I don't know how, but it can. But I'm, I'm willing to accept that. It's been a lot of fun. But I just kept going, and I got a little better at it as time went on, and I started growing a very loyal and really cool group of people that would come and watch me every single time I would go live. And after about two months of me doing that, we were ready to move out. I had enough money saved up for us to move out, and with her money and my money combined, we were able to get first and last months, and uh, still easily have enough to buy food and buy everything that we need. Which was just fucking rad. So we moved into our own place over in Washington, not too terribly far away from where my mom lived. And that's what I did for work. That is just what I continued to do. And as things would go by, my ex and I, we did get kind of on rougher terms as we moved in together. Turns out my mom was the thing that was keeping us together when we had a, a common enemy. But when we were one another's enemies, yeah, that didn't work out very well. And she quickly got out of there, which... Eh, it was what it was. It sucked, but, you know, what can you do? And, uh, 
I will say at that point when I was on Flirt, it really started to slow down for me because honestly, I'm not really sure. Uh, I was making a lot of credits on there, but the thing is, is that they give you a 25-75 split. For you make 25%, they take 75, which I thought was absolute horseshit. I, it, it's a terrible business model because it really devalues the work that the model puts in. I understand that they give a lot of that money back in contest prizes and fucking trips, but it, I don't think that really makes it all that fair for new people that are starting. I mean, I didn't stand a chance. I did well for a little while, but man, when it fell, it fell hard. So I, um, I started having to take on other part-time jobs, and uh, that's when I got that offer to go work in Portland. And I took that up and I stopped camming for a couple of months, and to be honest at the time, I was ready to be done. I wanted to move on and do something else. I wasn't having any fun on Flirt anymore. It was just, I go on, I barely make any money for several hours worth of work, and then that was all there was to it. It just wasn't enjoyable anymore. But when things fell through and I had to get my shit together, I scraped up whatever money I could and moved out to the Washington coast, and immediately after I moved, I started camming on Chatterbait, which is where I currently cam now. And Honestly, if you're a starting camera and you want to grow a following, it's a fantastic place to get your start. I don't know if anyone out there is going to be gleaming anything helpful from this, but it is a great place to grow. Very friendly people. The staff can be wishy-washy, but it gives you a 50-50 split, which I think is fair. Um, there are a couple of weird rules on there, but all in all, it's a good site, and it's what saved my ass and literally been what's been keeping me afloat for the past couple of years. I have had so much fun doing what I do for work because of the just the ability to have my freedom. I can go where I want, when I want. If I want to travel and visit my dad, I just tell my viewers, hey, I'm going to be gone for a couple of days. I don't have, I'm not beholden to a boss. I don't have to wake up and go into a fucking place that I hate every day. My workspace is where I play video games. My workspace is where I eat. It's awesome. And since I do it in a way where you guys probably notice that I'm always late. And the reason why I do that is because the moment that I start to feel as though I have a serious obligation, I'm not going to want to do it anymore. It's just the way that my brain works. I don't know if anyone else is the same way, but I just don't like being told what to do. It's why I hated regular work. So why do you think I'm starting a podcast now? I'm trying to make another avenue in which I'm able to reach out to people and continue supporting what I do. Anyway, I, I hope that gives a little bit of uh, an insight as to what got me into doing what I do now. I more or less run my cam like a game show, and that's how I've been able to find my niche. That's how I've found my personality and what I do, and honestly, it gives me a lot to run with and a lot of freedom. It's always adapting, and I like that. But anyway, that gives you guys a little bit of a rundown about, you know, what it is that I do, and uh, just how fun it can be and how free it can be, as long as you're comfortable with showing your body off to people. And, you know, I guess in the same vein, because in every single podcast that I do right now, I've kind of found out that I, um, man, I, I talk a lot. I'm sorry if it's difficult to, um, really listen to me, because I'm just fucking rattling words off, da-da-da-da-da-da-da. 
but in every podcast that I think I'm, you know, gonna try to do, is I have at least two topics. So, right there, I just talked about camming and, uh, been the big reveal, that's what I do for work. It's live streaming, except I get naked in front of the camera. But, camming is only one aspect. There are so many other things that, as a content creator, an adult content creator, you can do to make more money. And one of those ways is a very infamous site called OnlyFans. And I started using that probably about a year and a half ago. And I, you know, started out very haphazard. When you're really starting to take pictures like that, you have no idea what you're doing. Uh, and it's very easy to run out of ideas or things that you're comfortable with doing. I mean, again, you were literally taking pictures of yourself and putting your body out there to be seen by the world on the internet. And that's kind of a, a daunting thing. But over the past couple of months, I've kind of refined the way that I do it and I just post in collections. And what that means is I go out to a location and usually I go hiking, I go into the wilderness, I go to places where it's not very frequented so I don't have to worry about being caught by anybody. That wouldn't really be much fun, now would it? But I go to places that aren't really all that frequented and I take a series of pictures and videos. And along with that I also do, um, I, I do specific requests for people. And it really provides a fantastic extra source of income on top of camming. And I think the next logical place to go from that is if you were to start, you know, making your own merchandise and branding yourself. <laughs> that probably would be the next step. My next step would be to podcast so, you know, I can expand my reach and talk to as many people as possible. But OnlyFans is really a great way to supplement the income that you make with camming, and I think the two should just go hand in hand. Anyway, I... I guess the lesson that I've really learned from the past couple of years of technically being an adult content creator, sorry if you keep hearing me moving away from the microphone, it's very hard to train myself to stay right here, right in front of it. But something that I've learned as an adult content creator is that sex work is legitimate. I know that it's shat on by good portions of society, but it is a legitimate need that people have. It's not a. It's not just a want. It's a need. People have sexual urges, and it is people such as myself and other cameras and content creators on the internet and in person as well. I don't do any of the in-person stuff. That's too much for me. But there's a bunch of people out there who cater to that, and you know what? More fucking power to them. It is a lot of work. It's very mentally and physically taxing. The money can be great, but it's a time-limited thing because it usually only goes until you get to the point where you're no longer as young and fit as you once were. So you really have to take advantage of it while you're in your younger years. But it's really taught me so much and opened my eyes in ways that I never could have imagined and really taught me something about tolerance and Look, people are just gonna have their kinks, people are gonna have fun. And as long in the end, no one is getting hurt, who cares? That's, that, that's at least the way that I think about it. So it's made my mind very much more open than it was previously. And, you know, I, I, 
personally think that's a beautiful thing. It's, it, it's a beautiful thing to just have an open mind and know that things are okay. They're not intrinsically good or intrinsically bad. There's no such thing. Those are just arbitrary things that we came up with, but that's kind of getting past the point. Camming and OnlyFans and live streaming has been a game changer in my life and has been helping me find a bit more about who I am. And honestly, I don't know what I would do without it, and I'm very thankful. So anyways, guys and gals, just in conclusion, live streaming is awesome, and content creation for both adult and non-adult content is awesome as well. And I think if people were to open their mind just a little bit more, we'd probably have a little bit more of a tolerant world, I suppose. Anyway, I hope you were able to gain something from all of this, and maybe I was able to provide you with some sort of value, and maybe not just the entertainment value of listening to my soft, sultry voice. Anyways, everybody, thank you so much. This is gonna come to the end of the show. You can go ahead and check me out on Twitter at LucasJacobs170, Instagram at Lucas underscore Jacobs17, and you can check my Discord out in the bio below. Anyways, everybody, there's only going to be one upload this week since it is the holiday uh, time. I've been quite busy, so I only had a chance to record this and get this out. There will be more coming up, though. I will do what I can to stick to my schedule. Like I said, this is what I want to do, so I'm going to stick to it, damn it! Anyways, everybody, thank you so much for all the love and support. It really does mean the world. And if you're curious about what it is that I do and I didn't tell you too much about it, go ahead and hit me up on Twitter or Instagram. Alright everyone, thank you so much for listening to the Lucas Experience, name pending. You all drive safe, and I'll see all of you again very, very soon.